0: the social environment for infants and toddlers. The prerequisite for high self-esteem in infants and toddlers is attachment. From attachment comes the feeling, I matter to somebody. Who I am and what I do is important because somebody cares. Children are influenced not only by the images of them that adults carry around, but also by the image they have of themselves. Part of self-concept is self-image. That is one's own perception of oneself that relates to body image and awareness. Body awareness is a major task of infants and toddlers and grows as their motor skills develop. As they learn what capabilities their bodies have, they develop an image of themselves. As children develop competence, their self-concept expands. They take pride in accomplishments. Thus, the thrust for independence and the development of self-help skills relate to body image and the growth of self-concept. Cultural identity is also a part of self-concept. The culture or cultures we come from influence every detail of our actions of our lives, including how close we stand to people, where and when we touch them, gestures we make, what we eat, how we talk and think, how we regard time and space, how we look at the world. The goal in multicultural education is to help children appreciate their own culture. And cultural differences. Careful attention to home language promotes healthy development. What does matter when you care for, for children from a different culture that is different from your own is that you listen to what their parents want for them in their day-to-day care. This means discussion of caregiving practices. Gender identity. This is also part of self-concept. Most children are aware quite early, whether they are a boy or girl, and their feelings about their gender influence, how they perceive themselves. Adults influence children's ideas of how they're supposed to be according to their gender, and this influence starts pretty early. Offer both the boys and the girls you work with a broad view of gender roles. First, be aware of treating boys and girls differently. Do you offer more support and sympathy to girls when they get hurt and expect boys to tough it out? Do you offer girls dolls and boys blocks? Second, model expanded gender roles. If you're a woman, have you tried to fix something in the classroom? Or do you just put it aside and say, I don't know how to do that. Third, avoid exposing children to media messages that teach narrow gender roles. Find books and pictures that show strong, capable women, as well as nurturing men in a variety of occupational roles. Finally avoid linking occupations to gender. Remember to say police officer rather than policeman. Say firefighter rather than fireman. The way you guide and control behavior can influence children's ideas of feelings about themselves. Much of what is appropriate discipline for infants and toddlers comes naturally through meeting individual needs in a timely fashion and through setting up an environment that is appropriate to their age level. However, you do have to protect the children from hurting each other. and Sometimes you do have to prevent them from ruining toys and furniture by banging, chewing and throwing. You can do this using a strategy called redirection. You redirect the child from what he shouldn't be doing to something similar that is okay to do. For example, if a child is throwing a toy car, give her a ball to throw. The closer the action is to what she's already doing, the easier it is to redirect. Redirection is more about using the energy in an acceptable rather than an unacceptable way. Sometimes redirection doesn't work, and you must firmly but gently physically restrain the child and remove the object or the child if he or she threatens to continue the behavior. You do need persistence. Because older infants and young toddlers continually test limits. The way to preserve their good feelings about themselves, as well as their sense of power, while you enforce these limits, is to avoid shaming, belittling, blaming, or criticizing them. Punishment, scolding, and anger have no place in the discipline of infants and toddlers. What you have to realize is that no one approach works for all children all the time. What works on the child depends on the situation and the origins of the behavior. Here's a summary of six approaches to changing undesirable behavior in toddlers. One, teach sociably acceptable behavior. Children naturally pick up on your behavior, so make sure that you're doing the behavior you want to teach. Two, ignore the behavior you want the child to change. Don't ignore behavior that threatens safety or communicates a need, for example, a hungry child. Three, pay attention to behavior that is sociably acceptable. Make a fuss if they're doing a desirable behavior. Four, restructure the situation. Perhaps there's too many choices of things to do, or maybe not enough. Maybe two children need to be separated for a while. Five, prevent harmful behavior from happening. Stop the hitting before it occurs. Catch the biting before the teeth sink in. Redirect the energy when appropriate. I won't let you throw the block, but you could throw the pillow or a softball. Time out. Time out, that is when you remove the child who is misbehaving. Something that uses a blanket approach by caregivers who don't know any other methods of guiding behavior such as the six that were mentioned before. It is controversial because it's misunderstood and often overused. Removing a child from a situation he can't handle is different from time out. Sometimes toddlers are out of control because they are being overstimulated. Removing an out-of-control toddler to a quieter place for a short time helps him or her regain composure and control. Confining children... Even making them sit in a chair as punishment for an infraction of a rule is not the same as helping them gain control when they need to. Remember to model self-esteem by taking care of yourself. Some caregivers are poor models for the children they work with. This job demands high self-esteem Children need to be around adults who see themselves as worthy, who respect and care for themselves. First, take care of your needs. Eat right and exercise. Pamper your body. Maybe take a swim or a hot bath, a walk, or whatever you enjoy most. Feel your feelings. Don't ignore them. Nurture your social life. Build relationships. Second, learn to be assertive. Say no when appropriate. Third, learn conflict management. Negotiation and mediation skills are important. Fourth, learn time management. Fifth, find ways to explain the importance of your job so that you can be proud of it. People who rear children are people responsible for the future of the country and finally play play renews energy and brings out a creative spirit caring about each child that you care for and taking care of yourself are important the social environment is as important as the physical environment And contributes to emotional well-being and socialization by supporting infants and toddlers' identity formation and attachment.